Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rachel and Kate Spiritual Speak. Hi everybody, this is Rachel and welcome to Rachel and Kate Spiritual Speak this week. And today we're going to be talking about chakras. Are you excited about that, Kate? I am so excited about that. (laughs) So I get a lot of questions about the work I do with chakras because I do a lot of cleansing and balancing of chakras, but quite often people aren't even aware that we have them. And so I thought today it'd be a good idea to explain a little bit about what chakras actually are. So first of all, the word itself. The term chakra comes from the ancient Sanskrit word for wheel or turning. And some ancient texts, define a chakra as being one of seven points on the body aligned with the spine where at least 200 energy channels converge. So we have energy channels or meridians going all through the body and each of these points are forming a spiral of energy. So the chakras are spinning vortices of spiritual energy essential to the emotional, the physical and the mental functions of our physical and the etheric human bodies. So we're talking about the mind, body, and spirit. So when they function in harmony, in a column as one, we are in balance. So in other cultures, for example, you've probably heard about the word chi being used more often. Um, I'm talking about ancient Indian uh, belief systems. But it doesn't matter what culture we're referring to. The ancients understood that there are these up to thousands of smaller chakras or energy centers on the body. But they all seem to refer to the main seven running from the top of the head to the base of the spine. So these bigger ones, where all of these hundreds of energy channels converge, they're the ones we need to focus most upon because they can become blocked or slowed down if we're experiencing difficulties or challenges of any kind in our life. So when you're feeling run down or exhausted or physically unwell, there's usually a reason for that and your energy centers will be affected. So you might have heard reference to the solar plexus. I think everybody knows where that one is, which is just below the rib cage. But they actually run from crown at the top of the head third eye, many of us have heard of that one, which is in the center of the brow. We have the throat energy center as well. We have the heart, the solar plexus just below the ribs, the sacral chakra, which is just above the navel, and then we have the root chakra, which is just below. So these are also represented by colors. I think a lot of people know your third eye is purple. (laughs) Everybody's seen that. 
The mm-hmm. crown is usually white or golden. The throat is blue. The heart is represented by green, sometimes pink. The solar plexus is a beautiful sunny yellow. And the sacral chakra is orange. And the root chakra at the base of the spine is red. So it's almost like rainbow colours, really. And it doesn't take too long to learn the order of things. So it's really helpful to work with these energy centres or to just be mindful of them within the body. Because by focusing on each one, we can help to keep them harmonious and balanced. So the work I do is usually when people are coming to me saying, help, I feel exhausted, or and then they'll reel off a list of symptoms. I'll then scan and check the energy centres and see if I'm aware of any sort of sluggish spinning or if there are any blocks or any sort of patches within the auric field as well that look a bit off, like grey or brown. Do you ever see things like that as well, Kate, for people that you work with? Um, actually, I don't do a lot of work with the chakras with individual mm. clients. So, you know, I do a little bit with just me. So um, mm. getting this information with, with you is really exciting. I do have a chakra clearing uh, meditation that the, the um, oh, God, what were they called? The Healers of the Light gave to mm-hmm. me. And, you know, I'm one of those people that, okay, you guys want me to do this? Okay, doesn't mean I understand it. <laughs> I just do what they ask me to do and put it out there, and I use it for myself, and I love it. So mm-hmm. getting all this information from you today is very exciting. Yeah, I mean, I'll just remembered something about my own development when you were talking there that my own introduction to the chakras was through just becoming very aware of there's something being a bit off with my own I would often feel very light-headed like my crown was being pulled or um, like I'm feeling like there was an energy above my crown and Mm -hmm. in the very early days of me being blown open psychically that was one of the symptoms especially, um, you know, tightness across the third eye as well or a headache in that region. So I decided to look up what this could be and all I kept seeing was mention of the chakras. So that's how I became aware that there were others. I've always been aware of the solar plexus. You know, that's that's where we have our gut instinct, that and the sacral chakra. They often Mm -hmm. react to people or events or situations, even if we don't understand what's going on we can often feel a reaction in one of our energy centers. You know, it's like the term heartbroken. When we are going through something very emotionally sad or challenging, we feel it, you know, as as if our heart is breaking because that energy center is taking the impact of that sadness. And it's the same with the throat. The throat actually does... um, Sometimes when clients come to me, it does make me smile when there are issues with the throat because they'll say... I've had this niggly throat, I'm like, <clears throat> can't clear my throat, or I've got a cough and it won't go away, but I don't feel ill. And so I'll say, right, okay, let's eliminate the obvious, go see your doctor, make sure you haven't got anything wrong with you. And then they'll come back and say, no, that it just won't go. And then I'll do some energy work. And I'll feel that there's all this unsaid communication or a sense of not being heard by somebody important that's causing the issue there. And then when we cleanse and we rebalance that particular energy center, that little niggly cough or the the throat clearance thing goes away. So Mm. we often do have these 
blockages manifest into physical things sometimes. You know, when we have a tummy ache or we just have this uneasy feeling, you know, in the bowel sometimes, that can be because we're having some kind of reaction to what's going on. You know, in other areas, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with physical ailments. Mm-hmm. So if we go into a little bit about what working on the chakras regularly can help us to achieve, let's go into what each one represents. So if we start at the base, the root chakra, the lovely red color, that represents our stability, our sense of trust and grounding. Um, if we're in good physical health, that one will be spinning beautifully. It also sometimes gets affected by any sense of threat to our financial security as well. You know, if we're feeling financially challenged, sometimes it can cause us issues or a sense of heaviness or even an upset, you know, with the digestion in that region right at the base of the spine. So that's something that's worth bearing in mind that, you know, that's our base, that's our foundation. So we need to mm-hmm. take care of it. The so-called chakra just above that, so it's just below the navel now that's our pleasure center so if we're feeling vibrant and sexy and passionate about something and we're feeling any depth of feeling on that level that's where it is i mean obviously it lines up in the in the female body with the you know the reproductive organs all of that that's all affected by by that energy so when we're doing kundalini work as well, so some of you might be familiar with kundalini in yoga, for example, we'll start to really feel a build-up of energy there and it travels straight up the spine through the top of the uh, crown chakra sometimes, which can be quite mind-blowing. Nothing to do with, you know, actual fiddling about with that area. <laughs> but it's <laughs> definitely something that we can feel that's not connected with, you know, any sexual activity. It can just sometimes happen. And I get a lot of emails from people that are confused by that because they're like, whoa, I wasn't actually thinking about anything like that or doing anything like that, and this happened. So that's something, again, if it's affecting anybody out there, don't worry about it. It's a good thing. And then we (laughs) move up to the solar plexus, which is, I don't think you can have a favorite chakra, but it's the one that I feel most connected with in my own body. And it's basically where our strengths, our purpose, our vitality and our willpower. You know, if if it could say something, if it could make a statement, it would say, I am. It's our spontaneity seat. It's where our self-esteem sits. And so if we want to increase our self-esteem or become more assertive, that's where we should really focus a lot of energy and light and really make sure we take care of that one because that's often our motivation. And then we move up to the heart, which is obviously the seat of compassion, our self-worth, our happiness, empathy for others. Um, It's often the first one as well to feel impacted by any sort of of out-of-balance feelings that are happening to us. You know, happy relationships depend on a good, spinning, happy heart chakra. And it often has a lot to do with self-acceptance as well. If we accept ourselves and our flaws and all the quirks and maybe slightly shadowy bits about ourselves, 
the heart chakra usually responds well. And then we move up to the throat. We've already talked about that a little bit. And it is the seat of communication. It also covers the ears as well. So sometimes you might get, um, for example, with when we get clairaudience, you know, if spirit are trying to communicate with us via sound, we'll often get clicks or buzzes. Obviously, get yourselves checked out for tinnitus. But quite often, and I experience this myself, you can get this, it is almost like an engineer testing a line for a telephone. You can get <laughs> these little sounds that aren't really being heard with your actual ear. It's just clairaudience. And so sometimes we could, that can be involved as well. So if we're not great around the throat chakra, if we're holding on to a lot of energy and not communicating effectively, or people aren't really listening to us properly, our self-expression self really depends on the clear throat chakra. So quite often, we will have some kind of symptoms in that area. Sometimes our creativity is impacted as well by the throat chakra. If we're feeling unable to get you know, some sort of project off the ground, or if we're trying to create something and we're experiencing a problem, that can also be down to some sort of throat chakra clearance as needed. And then we move up to the third eye, which I think most people know. And that's where our seat of clairvoyant and mediumistic ability is really strong. It's also the seat of our imagination. It's where we get the most clarity of thought. And when we're working on developing our abilities in terms of psychic or mediumship work, I think it is the most important one to work with and to make sure that it's balanced out. And then we move up to the crown, which is where we connect with the one consciousness. So it's where our awareness of the entire cosmos sits. It's where the wisdom comes in. It's where our knowledge is based. Our connection to all kinds of universal energy and that universal oneness, that's where it is. So quite often in meditation you might feel almost like there's a blissed out feeling or like a rod of light is just shooting up through the crown and out and making a connection. And I do actually make use of that in my meditations when I'm teaching um, psychic development and mediumship because that is where everything comes in. <laughs> you know, all the good stuff from mm -hmm. the cosmos, that's where we're connecting with it. So that's the basic rundown um, in a nutshell of what our chakras do and what they can be represented by. And I'll talk a little bit more on it later. But I was thinking, Kate, maybe it would be a good time to see if we've got any callers on the line. Well, we do have uh, several callers on the line, and if you have their hand up. Um, let's take a short break first, and when we, as soon as we come back, we'll take that first caller. And if you'd like to call in, that number is 646-668-8232. And I believe if you want to raise your hand, just push star 2. So we will be right back after this break. Do you need spiritual help? If you want to be stronger, confident, happier, fearless, and a lot more able to roll with what life brings to you, work with me to learn how. I can teach you one-to-one -one or via distance learning how to control and enhance your natural clairvoyance and healing abilities with over 25 years of my own experience. Begin to transform your life right now with some down-to-earth help, interesting articles and tips at rachelkeen.net. 
Live with Rachel and Kate Spiritual Speak. Rachel has just been sharing with us some really exciting information about our chakras, giving us more information on what they are, what they're for, um, and hopefully she's going to share a little information on how to clear those. But first, we're going to take some callers. Uh, Let's see. The first person here who has their hand up has the last four numbers, 7629. And I'm trying to bring you on the line. There we go. Hi, you're live. Hello, how are you doing today? Good, how are you, and what's your name? My name is Tony. Hi, Tony. Thanks for joining us. Did you have a question for us? Uh, sure. Uh, basically, I guess I was going to find out about um, if you saw any employment opportunities coming up for me anytime soon. Um. Well, Tony, I was wondering if you had any questions about chakras or... Okay, See, not that, Okay, got you. As far as uh, chakras going, um, is it is it true that male chakras spin one direction and females spin in another? Oh, great question. Oh, Rachel. Okay. Um, hi, Tony. Hello, <laughs> um, Rachel. I, I have worked with many people of both um, genders, and I find that what happens is each chakra of the seven will spin in a different direction to the one above. So if your crown is spinning clockwise, then your third eye will be anti-clockwise and so on. So I don't find that gender affects that at all. Everybody seems to have just the one way or the other spinning for all seven. Um, but that was a very interesting question. So have you heard that somewhere before? Um, yeah, I think I, I, I have, because I, I think, um, I think when they, when they test the spinning of chakras, they use, some people use, um, I guess the, the pendulum, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, some people oh. do, yeah. Okay, because, so, so you're saying that, like, each, say, like, the root chakra, uh, would spin in one direction, and then the, the, uh, the, uh, solar plexus would spin uh, contrary to that direction? Yeah, basically. You'd have your root chakra, if it was going clockwise, then your sacral chakra would be anti-clockwise. So that's when we know that they're spinning correctly. Sometimes they spin so slowly, it's very difficult to tell um, if someone's been going through a really tough time, whether it's actually moving or not still. Um, but that's when people are feeling very, you know, very affected. But... Um, In reference to the question you asked, I mean, we don't really do readings on the show, but what I can say to you is it's always possible to really create opportunity work-wise if you focus on what you're passionate about. So, Mm. for example, what, what would you love to do, even if you weren't getting paid for it, what would you love to do in life? Um, I'd love to, uh, I guess right, uh um and you know, kinda like I guess write um things for children which I can then I guess teach about. Okay. So let's say that you really don't like your day job. Okay, so you you're doing something 
this is a hypothetical thing. You're doing something that just gets the bills paid for now. What you can do in your spare time, which is how I did what I do now, mm-hmm. is put all of your focus and your time and effort on every day just spending a small amount of time on focusing on what it is you want to achieve. So even if it's a baby step, even if it's something tiny, you can make progress every single day towards doing something that you feel some level of passion and involvement with that can also pay the bills. So my advice to you would be, if you love writing, just write. Don't set yourself a target. Just every day just write something. And then you can always self-publish. Amazon do things like that all the time now where, I mean, I'm writing a book, well, I'm actually writing three, but none of them are finished, um, and I intend to self-publish once I'm finished. So mm, there's no reason okay. why you should do the same. Gotcha. Absolutely, Tony. And, you know, I have self-published through CreateSpace at Amazon, and it's so easy to do. You will find it amazingly easy. And, you know, you could develop... Your, whatever you're writing, you can do you can do colored books or you can do black and white. Um, you could turn whatever you're doing into some kind of program that you're teaching locally. Um, you know there are a lot of uh, uh, daycare centers and and um, after and before school programs. There's um, uh, here in the states there's uh, big uh, big brothers and big sisters clubs that you could get involved with. To you know, they they may welcome you to come in and and help teach the children things in like after school, or you know. So there are a lot of different ways that you could look into to get your foot in the door to start building those programs and building a following and then creating an income from that. Yeah, that actually sounds like a pretty good idea. Yeah. There you go. And I have a question, Rachel. If 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 Tony's chakras are sluggish or blocked, would clearing his chakras help him to move forward with his creativity and his ambition? Absolutely. I mean, I clear I clear mine and balance mine at least once a week, just to keep things as they are. So once you've cleared them, once you've cleansed them, you can just maintain and then you don't ever have a problem again now now uh the method by which uh you clear your chakras is it is it like uh salting uh soaking in salt water is that there's lots of different ways you can do it um the the easiest way to do it is to actually meditate on each one and just being very aware of where it is in your body focus all your attention on that point and then visualize light coming in. So I like to start either with the base or the crown and then work my way up or down. So it's different mm. for everyone. It depends on how you feel most connected with energy coming into your body. So that is a very simple way of doing it. But I will talk a little bit more later on about how there are different ways you can do that. Gotcha. Thank you so much for that's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you for calling. Yes, thank, thank you, you for calling in, Tony, and good luck. Thank you. Thank you yes. for everything. Call, call back in and let us know how you're doing, okay? Definitely will do. Thanks again. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Let's, um, Rachel, you want to take another caller? Yes. Yes. Let's okay. do that. Um, this caller may be on Skype. I'm not sure. It's got a whole string of numbers. 
And the last three, uh, four, zero one three zero. Let's pull you on the air. Hi, you're live on the air with us. Yes, hi. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. And what's your name? Uh, my name is Deep. I was on the chat. Oh, okay, great. Deep Blue Sea. Mm-hmm. Okay, and did you have a question for us? Yes. Um, if Rachel can tune into my chakras um, in, in the show um, to check if my chakras are more or less balanced or if there's anything... Um, really odd that I need to know yes I can do that no problem hello Lovely hello to hi you. thank you hi lovely um, to see you as well so just quickly just tuning into your energy I can feel that um, the crown and the third eye feel a little bit um, if anything overactive actually they're spinning very very fast so you might be spending a lot of time in your head thinking, mainly overthinking. Um, but the rest actually feel quite good. Uh, the heart feels like there's a, a little bit of sluggishness there, but that's okay. So to address that, I mean, how are your sleep patterns? Uh, did you say dream patterns? Sleep patterns at night. Do you find sleep it easy to get sleep and stay asleep? Yes, I I I I would have loved to sleep more, but I sleep around uh, six to seven hours, and I sleep well. Okay, that's good. So the overthinking patterns um, during the day, if you can find time to just even meditate for a couple of minutes, you know, say during the middle of the day or first thing in the morning, um, if you can find time just to focus on those top two in particular. And just visualize them being very calm and pulsing very gently with the appropriate colored light. Then that will help greatly just because there's not a major problem there. There's just a little bit that needs addressing. But apart from that, at the moment, you're good. (laughs) That sounds good. Thank you. I'll continue to listen to the show to understand uh, chakra balancing as in how I can still keep them balanced. Wonderful. Thank you for calling in. Yes, thank you for calling in. Thank you. Okay, let's see. We've got another caller with their hand up. The last four numbers are 6809. Hi, you're live on the air with us. Hi, thank you for taking my call. This is Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. Hi, Mary. Hi. Hi. My question is um, uh, there's a lot of confusion around my living situation right now complications, and I wonder if you see things falling into place, if I um, will still be um, okay with some past arrangements or how things are going to work out. Hi, Mary. Um, We don't actually do readings as such on the show, but what I would say to you is what would you like to change with your living arrangement? Well, um, I want them to go along with some previous uh, discussions we had and, um, <clears throat> of course, not raise my rent, whether I stay in the same apartment or move to another, if I will be um, okay, if it won't cause a, a big turmoil for me. Yeah. 
I mean, how do you feel about the subject of moving? How you know if you if it turned out that you had to move, how would you feel about it? Well, always any move is, is going to require a lot of <laughs> stress, but. The lesser of the two evils where I want to move for now would be the best-case scenario, as far as I can see, um, to make happen. Okay. So I love the fact that you've used the word make happen because you can do that. I mean, I've I've moved home a lot because if I find my circumstances are less than pleasant where I'm uh-huh. living I yeah. vote with my feet and I move so wow. if you are perfectly happy where you are great, mm-hmm. stay there if you're not, then take it into your own hands to do what's necessary to, for you to carve your own future, for you to actually say right, okay, I'm not happy here I'm going to move and I'll let you into a little secret the more often you move, the less stressful it becomes I can move house and not bat an eyelid now. <laughs> so, if you're not well, I found happy, every single move I made has been really a major catastrophe. So I, I prefer to stay in place as long as I can. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Just so the opposite. I hate moving. Yeah, that's what you do. So whatever you feel you need to do to be heard, focus on your throat chakra energy, and find the right words communicate what your needs are to the people that need to listen to you. Right. I'm making some noise starting today. I'm starting to shake things up. Good luck. So, Mary... You're not getting any particular feeling which way anything will go, right? I honestly feel that if you want to stay put, you'll find a way. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, both of you. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Mary, Mary, before you go, um, you know, we just had a new moon on Monday, and you can... Everything's gone crazy for me since it popped up. (laughs) Uh, Well, you can work with that new moon energy and your angelic energy to create Mm -hmm. the outcome that you want, to create that highest possible outcome. You know, sometimes we get an idea of what that outcome is, and maybe that might not really be our highest outcome. Maybe maybe it wouldn't be the very best thing for us. But when we work with our angels and our guides and we move into that energy of um, trust and allowing and focusing on being as happy as we possibly can, what would that feel like? Then working with the new moon energy and your angels, you can help to create that, whether it be staying where you are or if you move, your move could be stress-free because that is your highest outcome. Does that make sense? Right. I would like that to happen. Yes. Okay. Mary, I actually have a program about working with your angels and um, the new moon energy. So if Mm -hmm. you would email me, and put Rachel and Kate in the subject line so I don't accidentally delete it as spam, I'll send you a link so you can download that program. Okay, that's Rachel Ray. Rachel and Kate. Put the, my, my, my email address is kate at soulkisses.com, and that's on, on, the, um, on the Blog Talk radio page, kate at soulkisses.com. Soul 
www.lucasfocuses.com. Okay, I'll look for it. Okay, honey. I'll watch for your email. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let's take a short break, and then maybe we can learn more about how to clear our chakras. Oh, yes. Is worry dragging you down and robbing you of joy and happiness? Then it's time you met your worry angel. When you get the free essential mastery tools from the Soul Kisses website, you'll be gently guided to meet your worry angel and learn to work with him to live your life worry-free. There's nothing sadder than an unemployed worry angel. Meet yours and keep him employed. Go to soulkisses.com to get your free essential mastery tools. with Rachel and Kate Spiritual Speak. Rachel and I are so happy that you're here, and she's been sharing with us some really exciting information about our chakras. And now she's going to be sharing with us how we can clear our chakras. If you would like to call in, we could probably take another caller. The number is 646 668-8232, and just hit star 2 on your phone to raise your hand. But, Rachel, can you share with Mm -hmm. us what do we do to clear our chakras? Okay. Well, one of the very, very simplest ways is to use crystal tumble stones. I find that really effective. So you don't have to spend hundreds of pounds or dollars on buying big, expensive crystals. You can buy a small tumble stone of a crystal in the corresponding colour for each chakra and use them placed on the body to clear your chakras. Now, I'm going to go through a list of some basic crystals. So, good thing that we record this show because you can refer back to the recording so that you can have the list again. So, For the root chakra, I'd recommend red jasper, garnet, ruby, apache tear, or black tourmaline. Of all of those, black tourmaline is such an effective cleanser for any purpose, let alone this. But that's that's my go-to one for the root chakra especially. For the sacral chakra, I would use either carnelian, Tiger Eye, Moonstone, or Sunstone. Of all of those, I personally find the most effective one is Carnelian. For the Solar Plexus, I'd recommend either Citrine, Amber, Topaz, that's Yellow Topaz, Yellow Calcite, or Yellow Jasper. I would recommend citrine first and foremost because, again, that's a multi-purpose cleansing stone. You can put citrine with any other number of crystals and it will help to keep them cleansed. So that, when we put it on the solar plexus, it's really powerfully effective. For your heart chakra, I would recommend either rose quartz, green aventurine, 
malachite or jade. I find rose quartz, for me personally, is wonderful. It instantly connects in with the compassion that we hold in our heart chakra. And quite often, if we feel hurt emotionally, rose quartz can really get to it and cleanse it very quickly and very effectively. Now, for the throat chakra, I would recommend either turquoise, blue lace agate, or sodalite. Turquoise is a beautiful stone for communication. I find that my go-to. And it very quickly removes any sense of not being heard as well, which is perfect. So that's the one that I would choose most of all. Now, for the third eye, the brow chakra, I would recommend either amethyst, larimar, turquoise again, or fluorite. Now, of all of the fluorites, I'd go for rainbow fluorite because it has got more of the colour connected with that chakra. But my go-to stone for the third eye is always amethyst for me. It's The Victorians called it the sobriety stone, and it does instantly give us clarity. You know, if we're thinking, hmm, am I imagining this, or is this coming to me clairvoyantly, psychically, or via a mediumship connection? If we have amethyst on us in a piece of jewellery, or if you are gently going to hold it against your brow as you meditate, you'll find that you get more clarity. And as we move up to the crown chakra, we can use either clear quartz, Amethyst again, Larimar again, or Selenite. Now, Selenite is particularly wonderful because that also helps connect us with the angelic realms. For me, when I was working as a medium, I did love to use clear quartz. It did give me such an elevated connection. I would definitely recommend it. But Selenite... If you are working with the angel energy, such as, I know, Kate, you work, like me, with the angelic realm a lot. Selenite is a lovely stone to have, even just dotted around in the room, because mm-hmm. it just helps to elevate the energies and just purify everything. So for the crown, clear quartz is actually very easily available. You can get tumble stones of that very cheaply, pretty much anywhere that sells that kind of thing. So that would be my go-to stone. If you have a particular need or affinity to have angelic energy come to you to help you release worries and burdens, then selenite would also be a good choice. So to use them with your chakras, you can either hold them in your hands whilst you're just lying down or sitting comfortably and just focusing on your breathing. So you're not over-breathing. You're not like... No, that's not right. You just need to be aware of your breath, but not over-breathe. And you hold or place the stone on the appropriate chakra. You can, and I've seen it done. I don't do it personally. You can use sellotape or something to stick the stones actually in a column, starting top of the head, brow, working down. I've seen that done. It's not something I'd do because I think I'd sit there giggling at myself too much that I've got an amethyst, you know, sellotape to my head. But it can be done. <laughs> so what I would recommend is lying down when you do this. So you could actually keep your tumble stones in a little dish or a little bag next to the bed and then perhaps 
once a week, either first thing in the morning or last thing at night before you sleep. You could place the stones on and then just spend about 20 minutes really just visualizing each sensor being flooded with light of the color of each chakra. So you'd have your red for your base chakra, then you'd move up to orange for your sacral and so on. If you have got the crystals already and you work with them, great. Um, you would need to cleanse and bond and program your crystals before you use them. I have got a guide on my website which tells you step-by-step step how to do that. So you can visit rachelkeen.net and you'll get everything you need there. You will need to cleanse your crystals after each use as well. So you can do that. Again, I've got a step-by-step -step guide on my website which can help you. Just running them under very cool running water is fine. So you can hold the crystal in your hand over or beside each chakra that you're working on. You don't have to work on all of them all of the time. Sometimes you might feel, oh, okay, my heart needs work or my throat needs work, but the rest of me feels fine. You can use a pendulum to try and work out whether your chakras are okay. I think that's down to a bit more experience, though, so we'll talk about that in a future broadcast, I think. But just wearing a crystal in a piece of jewellery that sits close to a particular chakra is a good thing to do on a daily basis to keep your chakra clear. You can also place the crystal in a small pouch and pin it to you on your clothing in the desired location. Obviously, that's not really going to work on your head or your throat, so don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> um, but... It's very simple. If you haven't got crystals, you can just flood each chakra with light in your mind. So, again, bring it up through the root, through the base of the spine, and just visualize each point being filled with light, and then it moves up to the next one, and so on, and so on. That's a basic version. If you find that that's not quite enough for you, I do specialize in this work. And I can rebalance and deep cleanse your chakras wherever you are in the world. And again, you can find details about that on my website. But with what I've just advised, you should find it quite easy to feel some kind of benefit from doing that level of work. Excellent. Wow, that's, that's exciting because, you know, we get caught up in what we're doing every day and we forget about our chakras and how important it is to keep that that energy flow going and keep it clear. Um, yeah. We do have a few more people ha who have uh, called in, but no one has their hand up. Uh, if you would like to hold, uh, raise your hand, just push star two. I apologize. I have Magic Angel Feather here, and he's wanting to play, and he's barking. <laughs> I apologize for that. Um, but maybe he's excited about getting his chakras cleared. Maybe. <laughs> Because we can do actually, yeah, you've got a point there. We can do that for our animals as well. You know, the the basic alignment is pretty much the same. You know, if we look at it from the base of the spine to the top of the head, it still is pretty much the same for them too. And I do work on my cat, the Shenley, quite often as well, especially when he needs to be warm. You know, he gets fidgety, so I calm him and I cleanse his chakras. Um, another thing that I've just remembered that I wanted to mention about working with crystals and cleansing the chakras, if you have a bath and you like to soak in the bath, you can put a tumble stone of each crystal into the bath so that your whole, and if you just immerse your body up to the neck, 
As long as you put in some water on your head, because obviously your hair, that will work too. Oh, wonderful! Wonderful! I love that. That would that that's cool. I I didn't I used know to that you could do that. When I, yeah, I don't have a bath in this house. I've just got a super duper shower, but I used to do that. Mm. Lovely. Wow. Well, Rachel, this has been so much wonderful information, and like she mentioned before, you can listen to the recording if you wanted to. If you didn't get um, write down all those uh, crystals that she shared with us, but we are out of time. Uh, we've completed our journey for today, so we want to thank each and every one of you for being with with us here. And Rachel, gosh, thank you so much for sharing all this information. That's okay. I've just yeah, I've talked a lot today, but um, hopefully you found it useful. <laughs> oh yeah, I loved it. I loved it, and I'm sure everyone else did too. So we will see you in two weeks. Our radio show is live on the first and third Thursday of every month. So be sure to set the reminder in your phone so you can be with us next time on Rachel and Kate's Spiritual Speak. Everyone have a wonderful week, and we will see you again soon. See you soon, everyone. Bye-bye. 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 Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.